welcome. Thank you for joining us here at AmazingLove.org. And, uh, you know, it's been a dream of mine to reach people all across the world with a message of Jesus and his love. And so whether you're joining us from near or far, so glad that you're here. And we'd love to hear what God is doing in your life. So if he's blessed you by this ministry, please email us at impactatamazinglove at gmail.com. If you'd like to support this ministry and make sermons like this possible every week ongoing, please go to amazinglove.org and go to our giving tab. But now may God bless you. May he guide you. May he speak into your life and direct you all through the power of his love. Now may the grace of God our Father, that is the undeserved love that you and I have come to know in his Son, as our Lord and Savior, be strengthened and confirmed on you this day by the power of God's Holy Spirit through the Word of our God that is before us here this morning. I've always appreciated this worst united with your brothers and sisters in Christ, as unique and different as you are one from another, united by that common bond of faith. And you as a church family and as a Christian congregation, you are united with congregations across the length and breadth of this land and around this world. And so it's appropriate to be reminded of this important truth as we go forward to carry out the task that the Lord has laid before us to follow up on the opportunities that are there and to meet the challenges that are oftentimes ever so real. Yes, you, you are members of the body of Christ. You're united to Christ. The power of the Holy Spirit planted that seed of faith in each one of you. Perhaps, perhaps it was through holy baptism. And I would guess that maybe for the greater share of you, that's how that seed of faith was what? But perhaps it was through contact with the Word, that gospel message, and then confirming that through baptism. At any rate, you are now members of Christ's body. He is your head. He's the one that guides and directs your life of faith. The Holy Spirit continues to nurture that through the precious gospel message. That's why that's the focus the focus of our worship life. That's the focus of the message that we take forward. Paul's writing these words to the Christians in the ancient city of Corinth. Corinth was very much like the city of Chicago. Corinth was a major metropolitan area in that Mediterranean world. It was a crossroads for trade and commerce the caravans coming from the east, the ships there on the Mediterranean, goods exchanged. It was a city that had all sorts of individuals. It was a city that had people from all over that Mediterranean world and beyond. And so it was with that congregation of believers. And so Paul would emphasize the truth that is here, but as different as those Christians were at Corinth in that congregation. You know, some of them, they were freedmen. Others were slaves. Some of them were Gentiles. Others were Jews. 
but they were held together in that bond of faith. That's what united them. That's what made them one in Christ. They trusted in the same Lord and Savior. They lived in the same joy of the sins forgiven. And they had the same and certain hope of one day sharing the joy of an eternal home. Yes, it's true also for us. This is a diverse body of believers. You are not all the same, to be sure. Some of you I know from way back when. I know for sure you're not all the same. But you have a common bond. You have the one thing that unites you. It's the faith that's yours that was planted not that you achieved, but that which you received as your God made you his own, as your God then nurtured and fed that life of faith of yours. You know, the scripture lesson, the words from the Corinthian, to the Corinthian Christians, there in that 12th chapter, thinking in terms of the human body. It's true, isn't it? We have all these different members. They're all different, but they each have a function as they come together in the body. Paul pens in these words, and you have there in your service folder, if the foot should say, hey, I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it wouldn't for that reason stop being part of the body. If the ear should say, ah, I don't belong to the body because I'm not an eye, it wouldn't, for that reason, stop being part of the body. Rather, Paul pens, if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. All, then, part of that body. And so it is with you. You're a diverse group, but it is God who has brought you together. It is God who has united you in faith, who's made you his own, who has empowered you to carry out the task of sharing that precious gospel message. Just as the different parts of our body have different functions, so it is with you seated here. You know, if we were to take a look at the verses just before this in 1 Corinthians 12, we'd hear the Apostle Paul, by the power of the Spirit, tell us that each one of you has a gift that God has given to you. Not for yourselves, but for the body that you might serve one another. These appendages of our bodies, they're not independent. No, they're all tied together. And there's the head. That's what governs and directs and controls it all. And so Christ is the head of this body of believers. We can make this application as individuals, as part of that body. We can make this application as a church family, as a Christian congregation, because you are united to
to one another in Christ. You have a role. You have a function. You have a gift that your God has given to you to enable you in turn to serve Him. When we don't make use of the gifts that God has given to us, when we don't make the effort to serve one another, the body kind of limps along. Ah, maybe it can get by without you and without that gift that the Lord has entrusted to you for this body. But it would be much more efficient and much more effective utilizing what you have. Give you an example. I've got a good friend. Also, well, not also, I'm not retired yet. Very close. But he is. But folks, he's got any number of health issues, not the least of which is severe diabetes. And that friend of mine, because of that, he lost his big toe. Yeah, on his right foot. Didn't heal for months and months and months. And you say, well, that big toe, that stubby, ugly little thing, what's the big deal? You know what? He had to kind of learn how to walk again. Because that little stubby toe is what holds the balance. And even now, without that, it's a bit of a challenge for him. He doesn't spend a whole lot of time walking on the grass or going down a hill. When he's conducting worship, he's got to be real careful when he turns around. And sometimes he really can't stand for the whole service. You see, that little member, that stubby big toe of his, how important it was for his body. He gets by, gets by quite well, but not as well as he would if he had that. Hey, that's the picture. That's the truth here for you, this body of believers. And don't give me that, well, that's all right. Yeah, that's okay for him. And yeah, yeah maybe for her, but not me. I don't have anything. Well, you better get out your Bible. You better turn to 1 Corinthians 12, and you better listen to when your God and Lord says to you, you are gifted, not for yourselves, but for this body of believers. And so, we all are members of that body of Christ. That's the truth that we want to emphasize. That's what you want to carry home with you. That's what you want to be reminded of when you wash your hands before lunch today. That's what you want to remind yourself when you go and seek to keep yourself in shape like some of us don't. You know what? An aside. My wife said, you're not wearing a gown to hide all the flaws. I'm sorry. But people... That's an important truth. You, members of the body of Christ, and one in Christ. And that's not just a theme to seek to, to gather gifts 
to bring down that debt that we accumulated for ourselves, any number of different reasons, and we don't need to go to that here. But remember, besides you as an individual child of God, besides you as a member of this church family and a part of that body, this congregation is a part of a larger body of believers. You are united with brothers and sisters in Christ, whether we're talking about Crete or Palis, over in Downers Grove or up in Milwaukee or out there on the West Coast or over in India and Guntur or in Taiwan or in Singapore or up at Novosibirsk and Russia. Those are brothers and sisters in Christ and we're all tied together and we're all one in mission. We're all here to carry out that task. Tasks that we wouldn't be so good at if it was just us as individuals. Tasks that would not be so easily accomplished if it just were a single congregation. But as a larger body of believers, we pool our gifts, we pool our resources, we pool our talents and abilities, and so others can go forth in our name, and we remember them in our prayers. We offer encouragement and words of support. You know, this, this little booklet is, is the, the, the annual report of the Synod, and there are a few people here that might be interested in knowing that this little book that is put together every year by Nikki Moline, so, who serves in the Senate office. But anyway, she's a palest girl. So, you know, you know, body of believers and on the cover, a worship, a worship conference every three years, the largest one Lutheran church across the nation. We could page through here and, oh look, there's men from our Sudanese congregation in Des Moines reaching out to their brothers and there in the, who are interred in Ethiopia, and as a result of that, we've got contact with the Ethiopian Lutheran Church. Would you have been able to do that just on your own? I don't think so. Here we go on, and we see, here we, and we go, ah, oh, look, home missions. Hey, can you relate to that? Without that division of home missions, we wouldn't be here this morning. But it was decided and determined this would be the place to plant, and we have now a church family, a part of that body here. Tied closely together to that would be the church extension fund. That core of you that began, you go down to the bank and say, hey, you know, we'd like to borrow uh, maybe three quarters, a million dollars. We're going to buy this property and reconvert this building. And the bank's going to say, oh yeah, great. Ah, uh, no. But you have a church extension fund. It acts as your bank, and you can go to them. And then they provide that through grants and then loans. And so we are here today. My dear people, how important this larger body of believers is. You know, we, we could go on, and, and there's just all sorts of things, you know, you know here, uh, the seminary. Now, we could put an ad in the paper and say, hey, we need a pastor. If you want to apply, get in touch. Whoa, what do you think we'd get? Huh? Or we could say, oh, no, no, we're going to find someone and we're going to train them ourselves. 
Are we ready for that? Are you equipped to do that? I don't think so. But the Lord has blessed us with a ministerial education system. He's blessed us with a fine seminary that for 152 years has been providing pastors to serve our church body, one in Christ, because we're all part of that body of believers. Oh, it just goes on and on. What we're able to do because we're part of this body, things that we would not be able to do and not even be close is effective if we weren't all together. And so, my dear people, you keep in mind that picture the Apostle Paul pens. You remember that, that you, as individuals, you are a part of that body of Christ. You remember that as a body of believers, as this church family, you are a part of a larger body of believers, but also the body of Christ and also with Christ at its head. Remember the blessings that you share because of that, and remember the gifts that you share one with another that you receive from that larger church body and that you can carry out the task that your God and Lord gives to you. What a blessing it is, as diverse as we are, that we are one in Christ, all members of that body of Christ. Amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We now continue.